You're listening to The Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 236, posted April 2020. Better dead than undead. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. We are continuing the adventures of the Dog and Pony Show. Um, our adventurers are trapped in the horrible, horrible land of Barovia. They have buried a Burgermeister. They have befriended a brother and sister. They are having some weird chats with a priest. And now... They're in the basement of a church. Will they confront and put to rest the undead menace that plagues this church basement? Will Elevore have a nice chat with a priest on a walk so that he doesn't have to think about our heroes murdering his son? For answers to questions such as these, let's play Dungeons & Dragons. Right now, you nerds, uh, I will introduce people in the order that they have rolled initiative. Uh, first off, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hello. I am Lena Dulina. And how? Next up, it's Erica Ensign. <laughs> and I am playing Bruldish. Uh, also here, Aline Sims. Emma Soliana and her Mastiff Androdite. Uh, Aline will be followed by a undead creature that lives in the church basement. We'll meet him soon. Uh, but we'll, let's focus on our player characters for now. Uh, <laughs> next up, it is Dan Morin. Hi, cast in Onatar's Crucible here. And Micah, I didn't mean to introduce you last, but uh, I don't know what your initiative is, so you're currently at the bottom of the list. Hi, Micah Sargent. Hello, my initiative is cannot compute. (laughs) (laughs) Error, error. Oh, and I'm Elevor, the half-elf druid. Yes, Erevor, the half-elf error. (laughs) I'm Erevor, you're right. You're so right. Uh, Can you give me an initiative number when you have a chance? I'm not in it. Uh, You're You're at the bottom. Oh, I'm sorry. Stuff's going to okay. happen. Let's see. Well, in that case, <laughs> I'll give you an initiative order. Oh, no. I hope Father Dumbledore isn't going to turn into... <laughs> you have such affection for him and yet have refused to learn his name. Ah, Jokes. Father Donnie Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Father Fanny Dooley. Uh, I got an 18 for my initiative. All right. Wow. I'm going to put that in there. So, uh, let us... Uh, go in descending order of initiative, as is traditional. Uh, Lena Dulina, you are on the steps leading down into the the uh, the basement. You have seen the torchlight flicker across the face of this strange undead creature, a mouth full of fangs. Uh, he looks hungry and emaciated, and he holds his face and starts to kind of scream and rock back and forth. His hands look... Kind of like maybe they've been chewed on a little bit, uh, but they look. All of his fingers look rather claw-like. Um, this seems to uh, not enrage Lena, but make her deeply sad and determined. Um, and I'm trying to figure out. So these are stairs. What would mm-hmm. movement look like getting closer to him? I, I bet you could just vault off the side of those stairs and move about the uh the uh it sounds like something that Lena would do. That yeah. really does. So she's going to Um and use a bonus action for insightful fighting. Is a bonus action she can make an insight check against a teach uh, creature that she can see that isn't incapacitated 
contested by the target's deception check. Uh-huh. And then if she succeeds, she's going to be able to use sneak attack sort of from wherever she is. Okay. Um, so that is going to be a insight is eight. So that's a 22. And I am rolling, did you say perception? Uh, deception. I don't know what my deception check is for this, and but charisma. I rolled. Uh, oh, okay. I rolled a 21, which is very oh. good, but not good enough, I think. You said 23? I did. Or okay. 22. That's still a number better than 21. So, okay. Close. Yes, very close. So she is going to try and bring her sword down um, on top of this poor soul. So this strange, undead young man is a bit startled as you lunge across the uh, church basement at him and stab at him. Yeah, she she will not permit an undead beast to live, pitiful though he may be. Um, so that is a 19 with her short sword. That definitely hits. Roll me damage. So that is um, 1d6. That's a one on the die, plus four, so that's five. But then she also gets sneak attack. Like rolling lots of dice, consider playing a rogue. Yes. <laughs> um, that is 19 damage. Oh, gosh. Holy man. Yowza. Whoa. Yeah. All I right. like this chick. So she, she vaults down some stairs, uh, strides over sizes him up and then stabs him in the side of the torso uh, yep. strange sickly looking blood is oozing out of him broldish you are up next all right uh broldish sees lena do that and just gets this look of like awe on her face broldish <laughs> Aww, you made a friend <laughs> very impressed uh and uh much less elegantly uh sort of lumbers forward and just runs straight at it uh <laughs> axe axe out um but i'm actually going to use my channel divinity to let's see use my vow of enmity uh, as a bonus action, I can choose a creature within 10 feet once I get up there and gain advantage on attack rolls against it for one minute or until it drops to zero HP. Ooh, getting advantage so. on Lena. Bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> She's so <Hey>. cool. <laughs> 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 All right. So I need a second die. Right, so then I will attack with um, my uh, battle axe, my mm-hmm. sacred battle axe of Halo, the one that is definitely not magic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's see. That's a 26 to hit. That definitely I'm hits. really hoping that hits. Okay. And that is seven points of slashing damage. Okay, and that's non-magical. Correct. Okay. Jane, was your weapon magical? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Just, just normal just, old sword damage. Just, mm-hmm. just no, no worries. Just checking. Just you know. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Not I feel like if I feel like if I feel like if I ever ch- like get to the point where I feel like I need to use the magic axe that's just hanging out on my back, I'm gonna have to have some sort of like in-game penalty for it because that would just be so against character. Mm. But that is uh, 
That's right. it for me. So, uh, Broldish and Lena Dulina have engaged the undead menace in the sh- sh- spooky, shadowy church basement. Meanwhile, somewhere nearby, Elvor and Father Donovich are just going for a little walk around the church grounds. Uh, uh, Elvor, I think Father Donovich is kind of probably taking your arm and is leaning on you a little bit. He ha, seems even Tony can't say his name. Uh, Donovich. I think I said it right. <laughs> Father Donovich, he's he's leaning on you a little bit. He's um he's kind of patting your arm. He says, "You strange people have just been so kind to us. I just, I, I bad things happen to those who come to Barovia. I mean, bad things happen to those who are born here as well. I just, I, 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 I hope I hope things go okay for you. Let me, Thank you, l- Father. Let me let me let me give you some advice. Um." I suspect that your your time in this town will be drawing to a close sometime soon, and uh, the, the the road will call to you. Um, there is an encampment not too far from here, closer to, to Little Barovia than to the next town over. Uh, the Vistani mm-hmm. live there. Uh, the people of Barovia, Big Barovia, they're very, very suspicious of the Vistani, but there's one there, their, their leader, Madam Eva, the leader of the Vistani, of that encampment. She can be trusted. She is, she is someone you might seek out. She might provide you with some, some counsel in in these these troubled times. But uh, Father, you, you said you Madam didn't, Eva. You didn't hear this from me. Yes, Madam Eva. Understood. She she knows things. She she knows things. You say, um, and you you suggest that we seek her out for guidance in Big Barovia. Indeed. Meanwhile, just... back in the church, Imra, you are at the top of the uh, the 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 little drop into the basement. Unsure of whether you want to go into the basement or not. How's it going? A dog um, is well, here. Yeah, am I actually on the top step, or am I because I'm standing where the trap door is? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that means that I'm on the top step. I just didn't move my token over. Am, is that sure, right? Whatever, or not? wherever you think. Okay, wherever you think you are is fine with me. You were like in between. You were like, oh, down there, up, up there. I don't know. You were indecisive. Yeah, I think I was waiting for people to um, move out of the way. And they had by the time we came back from our break. But I hadn't moved my token yet. But I want to leave Androdite at the top of the stairs um, since she has really good passive hearing perception so that she can alert us if anything happens there. Um and then I am going to, I think, pull. So, so as I was watching Lena and Broldish attack this poor undead child person, um, did I feel like they were doing all of the damage? Like, Broldish really swung that axe, but does it look as damaged as I feel like it should be? Or... Can why, I not why tell? don't you give me a, a quick perception check as a free action? Okay. Plus five to perception, so that's a 16. Seems like maybe not. And, you know, it does occur to you that there are some, some creatures out there, particularly those that are powerful or, or unnatural, uh, that are uh, resistant to damage from non-magical weapons. Okay. Um, am I, can I vault over the stairs or am I too tall? Is it too high? You totally can. 
You're all vault quality adventurers. <laughs> I totally can. Okay. So I'm going to come um, vault qualified. Um, I'm going to jump over and come over here and I'm going to pull out um, my long sword plus one. Mm, that sounds um, magic. It does sound magic. And I do get two attacks now because I'm amazing. Oh, multi attack. <laughs> Oh my god, I totally forgot. I should have also gotten two attacks. Oh well. <laughs> you, you were just like, I only like to attack once. I can attack twice, but nah. I'm Braldish. That's my Braldish impression. Um, so the first is <laughs> a 13. Uh, a 13 will not hit this strange undead okay. creature, but let's see about your second one. Second is 14. Uh, 14 will also not hit them. Okay. You don't have some uh. kind of uh way to get advantage on these right now i guess i don't think so okay Alrighty, so i'm going to oh no wait no i yeah i'm gonna i have one more square so i'm gonna move back so that if someone wants to run in there and but also then it attack, can attack it, can. it, can it will not attack to... you if you disengage from it. oh crud that's right yeah. jerk face fine you can, I'll you stay can move here. to the left no don't stay closer to broldish to the left <laughs> Slide to the right. Brother says, stay near me. Okay, so I'm staying here. All right. So three of you are crowded around this undead creature. Crucible, you stand at the foot of the stairs, peering around this church uh, basement. What will you do? Crucible strides down the stairs through the hallway, takes up a spot next to Broldish, raises his hand, murmurs an incantation, again the rune on his forehead glowing and then from his hand shoots a beam of energy. Uh, could you have our uh, against this this uh, undead creature? Mm-hmm. We'll need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. I got a 14. What did I need to make? Uh, you need to get a 14. I can't. Mm. I think that means you succeed. The undead creature darts out of the way of the beam as you uh, shoot a hole in one of the rafters. <laughs> as a bonus action. Uh, Crucible reaches over towards Bruldish, lays a hand against the flat of her axe, and it begins to glow with magical energy. It's now a plus one axe. Ooh, upgraded. Crucible, new best friend. (laughs) All right. Neato. Um... So the undead creature is next. Let me let me just let's let's just break the ice here a little bit. Uh, this guy is named Doru. He used to be Father Donovich's son. Now he is something else. That something else. I think you could probably Doru, conclude. Though? Yeah, he's always been named Doru. Um, he seems to be some kind of little vampire. Um, <laughs> oh, just a little vampire. Just a little one. Little vampire so spawn. Um, but a vampire a nonetheless, and I don't think any of you have encountered a vampire, though. so though he is, you know, the littlest vampire, just a scamp, uh, <laughs> vampires are a rather uh, dangerous, uh, deadly uh, undead creature to encounter, and, you know, thankfully they tend to be pretty solitary. Probably this is the only vampire in Barovia, so once this is taken care of, <laughs> clean sailings, just, you, you can all go home. We um, found him, guys. Yeah, this is him. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Job done. Just living in the basement, ten minutes from where we started the adventure, all set. Um, and probably some of you who would be religiously inclined, such as Crucible and Broldish, would know that vampires have a have a variety of uh, traditional um, 
weaknesses such as the inability to enter dwellings without an invitation, uh, not a fan of running water, stake through the heart is bad. That's also bad for Tony's, uh, and sunlight <laughs> is also bad. Also, sunlight's also bad, bad for, for Erica's. Oh uh, yeah, not great for me. You know that Irish heritage gets you every time. So the other thing is that they can regenerate a little bit, and indeed, Goru uh, looks almost. Uh, unharmed at this stage of things. Mm. So, um, Broldish, I suspect Doru wants to attack you because you are the uh, kind of biggest, most intimidating looking target. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm certainly the most intimidating, and I also, like, screamed at him, so. All right. Uh, Doru is going to uh, try and claw you. That's a nine. That's not very impressive. And he'll do it again, but this time he'll try harder. Uh, that is an 18. How about that? Nope. 18 doesn't hit Broldish? 18 does not hit Broldish. All Heck right. yeah. Well, that was Dora's turn. Lena do Lena. Okay. Um, she does not like that uh, Doru looks um, just about as healthy as he was before. Um, so... She is going to try and stab him with a sword again. Um, that is going to be a 15 versus AC. Uh, that is the AC uh, for a vampire spawn. Wonderful. So. Okay, so that will be uh, 6 damage and then sneak attack. Uh, I just rolled uh, three sixes. Oh, so um, Satan in the house tonight. <laughs> Somewhere, Apparently somebody like up in a castle far above Bar- uh, Little Barovia uh, 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 laughs a haunting laugh. <laughs> okay, so that is twenty-four damage. Um, and then as a bonus action. Um, I'm going to use two weapon fighting, so I'm going to attack again. Um, that is higher. Jane, did you say the damage number again one one more time for 24. me? 24. 2-4. Okay. Got it. Um, and this time it is going to be just four damage. All right. Uh, All set, Jane? Erica, Broldish yep. is next. That is it. All right. Uh, Broldish is just now surrounded by her friends who have done all sorts of cool things like shooting beams and stabbing and <laughs> turning her axe so it glows. Very exciting. Uh, is so excited that she's going to remember to attack twice this time. Mm. Uh, still have advantage. So uh, I'm going to yep. take my first swipe. And that's a crit. <laughs> Nice. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Double damage. So, let's see. So, doubling yeah. the damage. Okay. So, first of all, um, I I'm going to use Divine Smite, which I can use a spell slot. Uh, when I hit with a melee weapon attack, I can expend one spell slot to deal two d eight extra radiant damage to the target, plus one d eight um, because it is undead. So D- Doru the, would not enjoy that, just so we're clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do the, the actual weapon damage first, which is four and four. All right. That's eight. 
So eight slashing damage from the axe itself. And then... uh, Dan, just to clarify, this counts as a magic weapon now. It counts as a plus one magic weapon. All right. Oh, so so you add one. Yeah, if you didn't already add one to your damage, Erica, that's an additional one. I did not. Okay. So one more. One more. nine. Got it. All right. And then... Thirteen radiant damage. All right, Doru the vampire spawn does not look like he is doing then well. I'll attack again. Uh, my second attack's probably not gonna do it though, because that is a seventeen. No, that hits. Oh, does it? Yep, fifteen and above. Hey. Oh, all right. We believe in you. <laughs> that's, that's Jane. Lena would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> So that is uh, 13 slashing damage, magical slashing damage, to be precise. All right. Doro is in really bad shape at this point. Good. Meanwhile, back upstairs, outside the church, Elevor and Father Donovich are continuing their stroll. Uh, Elevor, did I cut you off in the middle of a question last time? You did, but it was perfectly uh, cinematic. Dramatically timed. Do you want to remind us what that question was? Yes. The question that I was asking was, um, Father, how do you know that this is the person to whom we should speak? What, what, What do you know about Madam Eva? She is very wise, and she seems to know things about the devil straw that no one else does. They say she has the, the gift of sight, that she knows oh. things that are going to happen before they happen. Um, she does not know the limitations. She does not know these things about herself and her own fate and is not always capable, therefore, of changing her destiny. But, but she can tell others of what, wh- where their life will lead them. And this, 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 may, this may aid you in whatever struggles are to come. And I should tell you a little bit of the, of the Vistani. They are, well... It is complicated. The, the the people of Barovia, both Little Barovia and Big Barovia, they do not trust them, and they are superstitious. They believe that they are Strahd's chosen people, and it is it is true. Some of them some of them serve the Devil Strahd. They are his spies and assassins, but others are just Strahd's chosen people. Are just people. Yes, but others are just those who are trying to live their lives. So, and, and Madam Eva, she is one that you can trust. I cannot speak for the others. Ah, I see. Um, well, I thank you for that, Father. It's, it's interesting to me, you know, uh, what, what is it about you that makes you able to trust this person? I assume she's not a follower of, of your deity. She is not. But... I do not know. She does not serve the devil, Strahd. And to, 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 to stand against him is not something... I mean, she does not actively work against him, but to take any position against him is not something that anyone in the land of Barovia does. So, for this I place some trust in, in at least her words, if not actions. And she, she may be able to tell you of what your future holds. Hmm. Uh, and then, uh, Elevor, uh, s- s- 
never mind. No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do right now. Uh, All right. Yeah. Perhaps good. it is best we head back now. I think it might be time that we get back. You, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you out here all day. I know that you grow wary and Indeed. it is, although it is nice to, to bask in that, uh, that light of the father, as it were. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back in the basement, Imra. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to do the long sword thing again. Mm-hmm. 12. I'm going to change dice. <laughs> Always oh. a good strategy. And, ooh, 24. See? That'll do it. Tell me about damage. Uh, nine. And that was long sword All plus right. one. So it is, takes the full damage. All right. Uh, crucible. Uh, Doru, the vampire spawn, looks kind of miserable, cowering at your feet. What shall you do? Did it seem before as though the radiant damage dealt by Bruldish had any extra effect on Doru, or could I not tell? I will tell you, uh, I think you would probably know enough just from the kind of religion angle. Uh, it does not do extra damage. But the a vampire cannot regenerate if it regenerate. has recently taken uh, yeah. radiant damage. Cool. So, um, do we think this guy also holy water? If any of you have holy, does does uh, Crucible spit holy water? Because no, sorry, that's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I can make it though. Okay, uh, I don't want to think about that too hard. <laughs> He's got like a little soda stream fountain, so <laughs> a little tap in his chest that comes up. Yeah. Um, uh, hey team, do we think this guy is more dexterous or more constitutional? Any ideas? Probably dexterous. Dexterous. Right. Yeah. Crucible will take a step forward, and then he will uh, basically make a motion with his hand, and burning radiance erupts from him. Oh, God. Uh, have uh, Doru make a constitution check. Uh, 18. That's pretty good. 18 is too good. Nothing Aww. happens. It looks impressive. Indeed. That looks really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Dan, anything else? Um, nobody's taken any damage yet, right? I don't think so. Just him. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't heal him, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed. Curry favor with the undead. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm done. All right. Um, well, he has taken radiant damage recently, so he is not going to regenerate, which is bad for him. This is almost certainly his last turn. Um, Broljish, if he attacks someone other than you, does something really bad happen to him? Uh, possibly depends on, well, actually at, at this point, yeah, if he, if he tries to attack somebody else, I will actually just use my, uh, reaction to interpose my shield and give him disadvantage on the attack. All right. Well, <laughs> he sounds th- so disappointed. That, yeah. Given that the vampire spawn will try and grab you, Braldish. That's not going to do it. It will try again. Uh, 23 versus Braldish. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that one hits. All right. Uh, Doru slashes your face, Broldish, dealing eight slashing damage. Ow. 
like cut, well you cut know what my a, face is like, full of scars anyway nobody's gonna yeah. notice well the cut burns a little bit hmm. uh lena Dulina, you have just seen a vampire spawn take a slice out of your friend what will you do uh this seems to enrage lena and she um raises her short swords aloft um that is going to be uh 16 versus ac which i think that does it yep yep we get it. Uh, that'll be... Sorry, there's an alarm. Um, seven plus... Your roll was too good. The cops are coming. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you need okay, police? My, you... my dice die has... Uh, or my dice luck has uh, flipped back. It is only a 12 damage with sneak Was attack. that seven and 12 or 12 total? 12 total. Um, and then for my second attack, um, doesn't hit. All right. Broldish, uh, Doru looks like he is one good hit, maybe not even that great a hit, away from a second death. What will you do? Well, I'll try to make that that hit. All right. Good approach. Good choice. Good choice. (laughs) Um, uh, 14 doesn't hit. So that's not it. With my second attack. That was with advantage, too. Mm. Okay, my second attack definitely hits. Because that was a 14 on the die. So I will do... That's another 13. Max damage. 13 magical damages of the slashing Tell me how you slay Doru, the the vampire (gasps) spawn. Uh, Basically... Holding my axe aloft and shouting, In Hela's name, be gone, foul, undead creature, and just bringing it straight down, like not in the middle of the top of his head, because that's just rude, but like, you know, on the, the edge of the, the shoulder and just sort of cleaving him sort of in twain. And the two halves of Doru slump to the ground of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Of sorry, not the cemetery, of the gra- graveyard. Nope, that's the same Cellar? as the cemetery. <laughs> Cellar. Cellar. That uh, words, different things Basement. mean different things of the cellar floor. <laughs> uh, and where there was once a chaotic battle with a vampire, things are suddenly quiet. Elevore and mm-hmm. Father Jonovich walk in the front door of the church. Oh my I God. will very Does- quickly take uh, either an extra cloak or whatever kind of extra clothing I have and like immediately wrap it around him like... Notice I left the head intact. So, <laughs> yeah, very uh, kind so, of you. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Androdite bark or anything when Elevore comes in? Uh, I mean, you you know that El- uh, Androdite knows that Elevore and Father Donovich are there. Okay, uh, I don't just... think and- Androdite's familiar with them. So, okay, so we would have a little bit of warning. <laughs> yes, you get there, there's a a friendly bark. A friendly bark lets you know that people are here. Okay, I'm going to go up the stairs. Yeah, I think we'll all head up back upstairs, and uh, Crucible will say just a quiet prayer over the body in hopes that uh, Dora will find himself at peace in the afterlife. Um, do we know if there's anything in particular that one has to do to a vampire's body to make sure that they stay... Did. Not undead... Give me uh give me a religion check, Lena. Uh that is not her strong point. 
Uh, that is 10. If Lena would like to ask, <laughs> we, maybe we can uh, crowdsource that one. Uh, uh, honestly, it might occur to you independently, but I think she's too proud to ask. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say that Lena, uh, so what did you roll? Not not very good. It's a 10. <laughs> ten. I'm going to say, Lena, uh, you probably have some uh, some folklore that you have decided or that you are that you, you or others uh, from your family <laughs> or your town believe about such things. What might that be for us, Jane? Um. I feel really bad, but I the first thing that came to mind is like, oh, we probably have to decapitate him. I mean, I feel like you're 80% of the way there at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she only, wouldn't... The only way to make sure a vampire doesn't come back is show its decapitated head to its father. That's it. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, huh. but I think Bonus that she points would... if he's a sad priest. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would want him to have his time with his son, but like definitely before he goes in the ground. Okay. Um, I'll, can I roll? Can I roll just to check Lena? I get advantage on religion checks for vampires. Yeah. Sure. For undead. That wasn't good. <laughs> that was also not good. So oh, no. yeah, uh, nine. Uh, so Imra, can you make up some uh, <laughs> some folklore about how you think vampires need to be dealt with? Well, of course, there's the stake through the heart. This poor, uh, this right. poor. That, can you make up something that's not true? <laughs> <laughs> but if they're already dead, you know. Yeah, they're already dead. It at claims this point. they hate garlic, but they really hate paprika garlic knots <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how could anybody hate garlic knots oh my god i'm so appalled they're, jane they're monsters <laughs> truly crucible is gonna check both of his friends <laughs> i got nate oh my oh, dear god Lord. yes yes both of those things are true we should do them yeah okay <laughs> You're going to stake him in the heart and cut off his head? It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> All my folklore tells me this. <laughs> oh, Except, I'm so yeah, glad Imra, I'm not part Imra of this. assumes that when you stake him to the heart, you use like a T-bone stake. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but but we don't have to do it just yet. We can sort of give him his time. But I, I hold, Broldish holds up her hands and says, yes, those, I believe those are both Correct. I rolled a three. Um, <laughs> We're going to do great in Barovia. Yeah. yeah. I, and what else do you believe, Erica? And uh, you have to stuff some garlic into his mouth. Yeah. So. I hate you all. <laughs> you yes. don't know anything about vampires anymore. You have to stick garlic into his mouth when he's decapitated? That makes no yes. sense. Yes. Yes. That is. That is traditionally how you would kill that a vampire. Is actually, That's yeah. not a constraint of the game, Dan. No, yeah. but like, so. you know, like it's been decapitated. The garlic's in his yeah. mouth just seems like overkill. <laughs> Listen, well, you might I as mean, well. Can you, you Dan, overkill? Take, take it up with Bram Stoker. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> can you overkill you have to stick a, a the vampire? Garlic somewhere else. <laughs> no, Dan. Dan, it's not that no. kind of podcast. It's like can a I roll for um, walking like away? Oh. You're not even there, and consider yourself lucky because <laughs> yeah. I'm so, not, I'm so not at, Brildish is also going to say, I think it's important that uh, that we give the, the father some some time with his son. I think we should, you know, try to create some sort of a oh, not no. a body You're bag, try to but a like you know, ground and it's gonna yeah, be leaving, terrible. and then and then I think he needs to be buried in uh, the in the churchyard. Probably, uh, but that means we're gonna have to spend another night here. 
I mean, we should ask the father. Like, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he uh, wants his son buried in the basement. I don't know. Okay, so uh, do you want to regroup upstairs, or do we bring him up? I think we leave him here for now. Okay, for now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So we so regroup. Uh, Father Donovich <laughs> and Elavor are waiting in the main area of the church. Uh, Father Donovich looks like you know he's had a bit of a day. Um, who wants to chat with him? Who wants to bring him the news about his dead son? No one volunteers. Uh, um, <laughs> my my charisma is very low. I, I could I could do it. Uh, I think uh, so. Elevor like can see the look on everyone's face, mm-hmm. and also probably the blood on your clothes, and <laughs> just sort of like has these wide open eyes, like oh goodness. And he sort of just takes takes Father Adonovich's shoulder in his hand, and just sort of like prepares him essentially, so that if he doesn't like faint or something, so he's just kind of holding him up a little yeah. bit, just to be mm-hmm. a bit of moral support for what he's about to hear. And he's all right. I, he's expecting it, and I, I Burl just just says, "Your son is at peace." Oh, you clever. did what had to be done. For this, I thank you. You are welcome. Yeah, are there any particular family rituals that that you would like to to carry out? Um, no, if I am being honest with myself, my debt, my son has been dead for a long time, but now I know this. Do you have I a think family I'd like to be by... plot where you would like? There him is to be one interred? in the the north northeast corner of the graveyard. I think I'd like to be alone for a little while. Okay. okay. Of course. Father Donovich retreats to his chambers. Now, if I spend an hour or so, I can use that same ceremony ritual to prevent him from rising as an undead for a week, but I can't guarantee anything <laughs> after that. That's what the garlic is well, for. You're gonna there's a montage as you go to town, haggle over garlic prices. Um, <laughs> somebody has to whittle a steak. Um <laughs> A very you're small well, one, so it's unobtrusive. Yeah, yeah you're well prepared to uh, um, decapitate someone. I, that was a thing you were prepared to do. Uh, um, I, I think that we should buy like a whole bag of garlic, yes. because not to metagame, but I've picked up on some things about this campaign. That's, I mean, that's good life advice, right? right. Just, always, always carry garlic. garlic. Right. Yeah, yeah, ABG, always buy garlic. <laughs> and and um, when the recipe says shove one clove of garlic in the vampire's mouth, you really yeah. triple it. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. least. At least three. So, traditional Barovian cooking. Um, <laughs> vampire cooking. And so you prepared uh, Doru for his final resting place, uh, and you have done your things that you think is what you need to do (laughs) to to, uh, discourage a vampire from rising again. Um, Can we read and pick up like a book on vampire lore? I don't don't remember if I can read or not. I thought, uh, guess what, Jane? Oh, you got God. to get that list ready. There are <laughs> no, no vampire lore books. No books. There are no public libraries oh. in Barovia. Big, li- oh, I'll big steal Barovia it. I don't care. Little... I'm out. Well, there's. <laughs> yeah, Dan, this place is horrible. Allow <laughs> me to paint a picture. Just keeps getting worse. Um, 
I, I think you have you have done what you needed to. Uh, Father Father Donovich will see to the final burial of his son. He may want to say a few words, uh, but uh, I think thanks to your efforts and Father Donovich will see to that before uh, before nightfall to ensure that uh, his his son is finally resting. So, good job, everybody! You helped an old priest and his vampire child. Oh okay. yes, feels the good. Ancient- You've killed your first vampire in uh, Barovia, so that's one down. And once again, Elevor did not play any role. (laughs) You played played an important. Yeah, the most vital of all of the roles. That's true. I guess I helped keep the person away. An unfortunate business, but better done than undone. Ooh, better dead Mm -hmm. than undead. Ooh. Uh, maybe you guys should workshop that before you get business cards printed. <laughs> Better garlic than no garlic. Also true. <laughs> Let That's me ask you just, this yeah. as we head toward the top of the hour. What would you like to do next in Barovia? Besides buy garlic? Yes. Consider each of you has plenty of garlic. I'm I'm yeah. writing that down in those words on my character plenty sheet. Plenty of garlic. Well, now, when you say Barovia, do you still mean mm. little Barovia? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, by the way, Elevore does go ahead and fill everybody okay. in on yes. the Vistoni. Is that how he said it? Vistani. Vistani. So not yeah. Vistoni. Okay, got it. Nope. Thank Viz, you. Let's see. Vistani. Okay. Well, there was. Um, including Madame Ava. Indeed. There was also that house that we passed that somebody was wailing inside of. There were things that you could choose to deal with in Little Barovia, such as one house. delivers croissants. Yes, uh, there was a some kind of delivery service mm-hmm. of, of doom. Grubhub. A cursed croissant lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what they call Grubhub in uh, in Barovia? Grubhub. Bloodhub? Blood they just call it... No, they just call it Grubhub. Um, <laughs> but they're grubs! Um, <laughs> <laughs> a whole hub of them. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, there were the the quest hooks I tried to uh, interest you in that you are not having any of, uh, yeah. which you can continue not to have any of, should you so be so inclined. Have there some was less house. spooky quest hooks. Yeah. Well, bro- uh, sorry, welcome to Barovia. <laughs> Everything bro- is awful. Broldish wanted to check on the person who was wailing, but we had a very important task that we yes, were doing. Yes, did. So. Um, there was someone wailing. There was also uh, a strange old lady delivering uh, some kind of food. I see nothing wrong with this. Delivery is great. <laughs> and also s- midnight specters. Speaking oh, specters. yeah. yeah. That's, just, that's, that's just, just background noise. <laughs> I, I think that... Um, Surely that will never come up. <laughs> I forget which sibling it was, but probably the sober one, if mm-hmm. memory serves, told us that um, the woman who lives in that house just whales sometimes in my um, head every time you say this i picture her like on a whaling ship yeah 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 and the lifestyle so sure. so i guess mm-hmm. we can talk to her but i wouldn't necessarily expect to hear much of interest she was referred she to as mad the, mary opens the door and just looks at you and just goes ah! and <laughs> I'm just, I'm really I'm really intrigued by the Vistani and Madame Eva. Me too. Mm. Uh, maybe she can tell us how we get out of Barovia. <gasps> that would be great. It's okay, good. now I'm convinced. Where on but the if um, we're heading out of town, we should bring Irina with us. I was about us. to ask: mm-hmm. is is the directions that were given to Elavor is that the same as uh, is that on the way somewhere? 
Uh, you would know there's only one road out of Little Barovia. Okay. <laughs> of course. Question answered. Uh, Lena, you might you you have been more traveled than literally anyone else in this group yes. by far. Uh, you would know that in the valley of Barovia, Little Barovia sits on kind of the eastern edge of that valley. Um, at some point, I may make a map available to you, but you haven't really traveled much, so I uh, I think I'll hold off on that mm-hmm. for now. But 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 uh, Lena would know about the the territory. Uh, the Castle of the Devil is also in the eastern area, it's up on the mountain overlooking Little Barovia. There is a twisting road that kind of goes east to west. The biggest uh, encampment settlement in the land of Barovia is the town of Valaki, which is central Barovia. And then there is another smaller town far to the west called Kresk. There is ba- so there is basically one road out of Bar- that heads west out of Barovia, uh, and I believe um, uh, Lena, up to you whether you were familiar with the information that uh, Elevor got from Father Donovich that there is a Vistani encampment. Uh, it's probably a couple hours walk outside of uh, outside of town um, from Little Barovia. I mean, she probably knows that it's there, but. Hasn't yeah. heard from anyone that they're particularly trustworthy. Or yeah, up to you if you've ever passed through that way. Yeah, but you would know it. It's a somewhat major landmark. Well, you would that know woman, that it is. If that woman is as wise as as we have heard, then maybe she might know a good place for Irina to go. Mm. Perhaps, but one thing I know: if if we do want to travel there, we should definitely take care so that we are traveling by day and not by night. I have heard the same thing. I feel like that's just good adventuring to start with. Mm. It is perhaps even more important in the wilds of Barovia, which can be quite rough. Hmm. Should we? Okay, so. He means they're filled with Should dogs. we find an ruff, inn ruff. for the night and set out in the morning? Isn't it like 7 a.m.? <laughs> Didn't we take care of it all? I'm like, I mean, that couldn't have been that yeah, long. Yeah, it, it, it is the beginning of the day, I think. I mean, the fight I mean, was how probably... Long? Yeah, that really took it out of me, guys. I need I was another say, six how... hours of sleep. <laughs> well, most people didn't get a full night's sleep, I guess, is basically That's what true. I'm That's driving true. at. Fair point. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Uh, wh- how how picky are we about exhaustion rules in Barovia? <laughs> 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 uh, you know, if you were, there are rules for exhaustion if you were trying to uh, travel very quickly. The t- the towns are relatively far apart. Each of the town, so the main town of Velaki is uh, a good day's march from Barovia, and if you were trying to do that in less time, exhaustion would probably come into play. Okay, but so for example, if you wanted to get to uh, the Vistani encampment today, um, you either w- might spend the day there or not dawdle there if you wanted to get to Velaki in the same mm. day. So do we want to try to overnight at their encampment or just like set out? I wouldn't overnight there in the encampment. I might go there, talk to them and come back. Yeah. uh, That's fine. There may be some good apples among them, but on the whole, not to be trusted. I am very capable of walking without suffering any effects of exhaustion. So... Please, whatever works for everyone. Yeah, we're we're not all robots, Dan. The (laughs) thing Tony just did is how Elevore felt. Like, oh, I'm not capable of walking without exhaustion. Even Girlish is like, that was That is a very good impression, Elevore. I am impressed. Oh, no. I really thought I was liking this guy, but I'm having (laughs) second 
I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> that was in my head. Warforged also uh, telepathic, so... <laughs> Crucible just... Oh, well, crap. <laughs> All right, team, what are we doing? I think we're heading encampment. to the encampment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Yeah. So you'll, we'll assume you make a quick stop by the Burgermeister's Mansion. Uh, Arena is there. Um, she has packed a few things. And, and you know, you have a short chat with her. And she says, you know, I've thought about it a great deal. And I think it is for the best if I go with you. I appreciate uh, your company and your protection on the road. I'm excited. I've never left Barovia, little Barovia before. Um, surely... Other places can't be as bad as it is here. Would you like to ride uh, Pony Cindelard? Absolutely. <laughs> so weird. Uh, <laughs> the pause there was the best part. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I'll ride your stupid pony, she thinks. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have taken you to the world map uh, in roll 20. Um, and you are going to head, um, you're going to head west, right? Uh, is that the direction where the road the goes? That's are. The, yep. Westward ho. So, uh, each hex on the map, uh, we'll use, uh, the image of Androdite to represent the party. Uh, each hex represents a quarter mile of travel. Uh, the, I'm only going to talk about this once and we'll never talk about it again. Uh, the normal walking pace is three miles an hour. So... Um, I was just, I was asking for times to Velaki and the camp. Uh, the camp is probably, uh, I would have to do math, but let's say less than two hours. Okay. Velaki is eight out. It is a solid okay. eight hours. All right. Well, we just want to head to the camp. And how much daylight is there out of curiosity? Uh, okay. Not a lot. <laughs> but that's kind of like normal Barovia. It is always overcast and gloomy. And now you're going into the woods. So cool. Cool, cool. Cool. Cool, cool. And so our adventurers head out, finally leaving the safety meh, of little Barovia in search of a Vistanian campaign, in search of somewhere that will put them a little bit further from the reach of the so-called Devil Strahd. Will they find safety among the Vistani or in this new town of Velaki? Or will horrible things happen to them on the road? Why not both? For answers to questions (laughs) such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill.